and welcome to a brand new episode of Out the Box Talks. I am your host, Krill. We are back. Episode 68. I just want to thank all of our listeners, all of the folks out there that whether you check us out via video on YouTube or you check us out via our audio podcast, I want to just give a special thanks, man. It really means a lot. I really put a lot of time and effort into bringing you all hip-hop talent that is offering something of substance offering music that is creative, conscious, thought-provoking, uplifting. This is what Out the Box stands for, and I hope that you guys are out there recognizing what I'm doing with this platform. Shout out to my brother and my co-host, A-Level, who um, got some things coming for Out the Box. He has his own show coming up, so you'll hear more about that soon. But um, yeah, man, thank you all again for checking it out. Remember, you guys can go to our website, which is outtheboxmedia.com. We have our merch store via Big Cartel on that site. You could just click that merch tab. So if you want to get like the snapback that I got on the Out the Box TV snackback, or like t-shirts and hoodies and sweaters and, you know, baseball tees. We got all of that on the website. Also, we have a Patreon page where you can get exclusive interview clips, you know, th- you know, interview clips that you've never heard before unless you are, you know, one of our premium out-the-box members. And you can do that through the Patreon page. That is also linked on the website, outtheboxmedia.com. So, you know, any support is much appreciated if you really value what I do with these shows. I know I'm not up there with the big numbers. You know, sometimes I do the big numbers, sometimes I don't, right? But the one thing that I try to do is keep the integrity and bring creative conscious, inspiring hip-hop artists to the platform. A lot of these artists you might not be aware of. But for me, I don't care how famous they are. Is the music offering something that is of substance? Is the music offering something that makes you think at the very least? And that's what I'm here to share. So our guest today actually is no stranger to that, you know, that uh, that representation of hip-hop, right? He has a new album out entitled Grand Rising, which I'm really, really, really inspired by. I really love the approach that he's taken with this album. It's a very uplifting, thought-provoking, and inspiring approach. And it fits the standard of what I want Out the Box Talks to represent. So I'm very excited to have this brother. He is a native of Brooklyn, New York, which I am as well. And I mean, he's put out 
music in the past. I believe in 2013, we got a, we got like a, let me just get the exact um, discography. In 2013, he put out a project called The God Must Be Crazy. And in 2012, a year prior to that, he put out a, a mixtape called Too Many Cooks Spoil the Broth, hosted by the legendary Cool G Rap. So, like I said, he has this new album out called Grand Rising. The album sounds wonderful lyrically, as well as the production. Production has like a 90s soulful boom bap sound which I'm definitely loving. And it's a number of producers that have contributed to the album as well. He has also some some pretty cool features on here. So we're going to talk to him about this. So without further ado, I want to welcome to the Out the Box Talks viewing and listening audience, my brother, hailing from Brooklyn, New York, Amari Mar. Welcome. What's good, brother? How you doing? What's good, fam? Peace, brother. How you, man? I'm good. I'm so happy to have you a part of the show, man. Thank you for being here. How are you? Man, I'm good, man. I'm great. I'm blessed, man. Thanks for asking. You? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. So I want to talk to you, of obviously, about this new album, Grand Rising, today. Which I gotta say, I I heard about it. Shout out to Hip Hop Golden Age, that website. You know they 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 do a lot of dope posting about some of the dopest underground and independent hip hop. And so I I but I I actually heard about it before that before their post. But I wanted to give them props because you know I learned a lot about new hip hop through their site as well. Uh, but I I actually found the album searching through Bandcamp just looking for talent. Um, that, you know, that I'm always checking for to share on the platform. And uh, what drew me in was obviously the artwork and just the album title in its sense. But as I started listening to the album, I was like, yo, this brother has something really positive to say in his music. So I want to definitely talk to you about this project, but let's take it a little bit back for you to give the audience a little insight on how you know, you got started as an MC. Like, what inspired you to, uh, you know, put the pen to the rhymes? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah, first I want to say, you know, I've always been an avid music listener, you know, since I was young, you know. Um, I've always listened to a lot of hip-hop, a lot of R&B music, you know what I'm saying? Um, I want to say about around the year 2001, that's when I started to really like, you know, start. That's when I started writing rhymes. You know what I'm saying? Listening from, you know, being inspired from, you know, rappers like Rakim, Nas, Big Daddy Kane, you know, the legends from back in those days, you know? So, um, but yeah, man, it's just, like I said, at that time, I was just writing rhymes around, you know, the year 2001. And then from there, just, you know, mastering my craft, trying to get everything going, get everything situated, you know? Um, but like I said, man, I'm a big music head, so all of those influences definitely inspired me to, you know, get in the game and start rapping, you know? 
Indeed, indeed. Now, we spoke about your your mixtape in 2012 hosted by Cool G Rap. Like, how did that how did that even happen where Cool G Rap actually was involved in the hosting of that project? Yeah, I actually reached out to his management um, team um, through via email. And from there, um, they, they was able to put me on to G-Rap and we spoke. And I told them, you know, the mixtape that I was working on. And, you know, we worked everything out. And then from there, you know, he was able to um, do his part. And the rest is history, you know what I'm saying? So I'm glad that he was able to be part of the project and um, and put his twist on it, you know, with that. So, yeah. Dope, dope. So it's been about seven or eight years since your last project, The God Must Be Crazy, in late 2013. I feel it was like on the cusp, like 2013 to 2014. But um, tell me why it's taken so long for you to release your next album, now out known as Grand Rising. Right. Um, well, I was actually working on an album with, with, with my cousin, right? And because um, after the God Must Be Crazy, we started working on our joint. So around 2014, 2015, that's when, we, that's when we started working on our album. To make a long story short, by the time we was finished with the album, we didn't end up putting it out due to certain um, situations I can't really speak on, but um, you know we had to end up scrapping it. So from that point, so I said, you know what, let me start working on my album. And it took me about maybe about four years to, you know, to complete, you know, Grand Rising. So that's why there was such a long stretch of time from 2013 all the way to, two, you know, 2021, you know? So, yeah. But, you know, everything happens for a reason, but, you know, yeah. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, in listening to Grand Rising, like, I feel like it's wor- it was worth the wait, right? Because there's so much on here. Um... And the sound is pretty cohesive, too, even though there's a number of different producers on the project, right? Tell me a little bit about, let's speak about that. Uh, I was going to ask that question later on, but talk to me about the producers on the album. Who are they? And how did you get the sound to be so cohesive, even though you were working with different producers? Right. Well, I got three producers on there that's like in-house producers. Um, JS, also known as Jaden Shropshire. He's the producer on the album. He's also a rapper as well. He raps on um, on Black Business and on the last track on Rise, Rise and Shine. And I got um, Mega X, also known as EA. He raps too. That's my cousin from the Renegades. And he's a producer as well. And then I also have my, my boy, Act One, that produced some holy shit. So those are like my three main, you know, in-house producers. And then the other guys, those are like outside guys that I reached out to. And, you know, just over the period of years, just like, you know, getting the beats from them and just having a good ear of knowing, you know, how to put the tracks together just based on the song, you know, the beats that I was getting. So I try to make sure that each track flowed in a way where it sounded like it's almost coming from one producer. But yet, as you already said it, you know, as you already know, I got like three, four producers on the album. So I just try to make sure that everything just sound right and everything was just flowing in sequence. Dope. It actually came out very well sequenced, man. You know, and and you have, you know, you know how some albums have some really nice openers and some really nice closers. I feel like you 
you hit you hit it with that as well. So one thing I really appreciate about the music on this album is how positive and uplifting the lyrics are. I feel like the messages, I feel like messages like that are so important to the progress of hip hop culture and music in general. You are uh, you have a line on um the first track uh Grand Rising the self-titled track where you say you're expecting me to rap about drugs this is the wrong song I thought it was dope that you chose to throw that line in one of the opening tracks of the album cuz it kind of set the tone for what was to come right lyrically on as far as the message Tell me why you chose to take such a responsible approach in your lyrical message. What inspired you to take that direction? Yeah, you know, I I just wanted to stand out because, you know, especially in today's game, you know, with everything that's going on. So it's like I'm basically letting the listener listener know, like, listen, you know, um, if you're used to hearing certain songs or, you know, whether it's through the radio or wherever, you know, this is not what you're going to get. You're going to get something different. But if you're willing to participate and you know listen to what I have to say, then then you're in the right place at the right time, you know that type of thing. So, so I just wanted to set the tone and let it be known like this is what you're getting, you know what I mean? And you know if you definitely want to listen to more, then just you know enjoy the ride, you know. Dope, dope. Well said. So. I'm a lyric head, right? So I really listen to lyrics. I, I listen to themes on on albums and just the overall subject matter that's coming across on the project. So I'm going to be asking you a little bit about some of your subject matter and lyrics on the project, as I just did with the last question. So there's a song on the album called Black Business. And on that song, you have a line where you say, my folks never taught me economics or spoke about financial topics. And when I heard the line, it immediately made me think about myself and the number of youth coming up that never get those teachings. If you had to give like two or three tangible examples of financial literacy guidance or tools young people could be introduced to that could have a positive effect on their financial future, what would you say they are? That's a very good question. Well, I would say that, you know, first, you know, definitely do some research. I mean, we got Google, we got, you know, there's a lot of things out there on the internet we could look, you know, we could look up and research. Um, I would say, like, you know, if someone wants to, find a way of trying to like, you know, let's say if they want to have like a side hustle or or if they want to um you know just find ways of um trying to explore other areas of trying to make money, you know what I'm saying? Besides just doing a like, you know, a regular nine to five, you know, look into like stocks, you know, look into stocks, look into, you know, real estate. Um, you know, if not that, I mean there's different ways of making money, you know what I'm saying? And um as far as trying to build generational wealth. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, there's a lot of information out there. Sometimes, you know, it's as crazy as it may sound, but it's like sometimes you have to end up doing your own research. Sometimes people don't even come out and let you know. They don't. They don't even give you. You know, they don't even drop any. You know, any gold nuggets, or let you know, like, listen, like, you know, you could do this or do that. You know, they don't even teach this stuff in school. You know what I mean? And 
they don't teach you financial literacy in school. They just teach you how to be uh, basically like a, a slave, hmm. you know? And that's what's so crazy, man. But, um, but yeah. No doubt, no doubt. I mean, some of those, you know, terms we've never heard of, like I don't remember even hearing about them in high school or in junior high school. Uh, maybe they've been said, but like I think it speaks to the idea that you, you know, to that, that reality that we, a lot of us are not exposed to that. So, um, yeah, man, I, I was glad that you put that in your, in your, in your music. And, you know, you also talk about a number of other things that we're, you know, we're not aware of right in your music. Um, so I appreciate that consciousness in the, um, in your music. So thank you. tell me about the album title grand rising. Why'd you choose to go with that title? What made you set on that being this, the title you would use for your new project after seven or eight years. <laughs> yeah. Well, I look at it as a, you know, grand rising is a, is a greeting. I think it sets the tone saying, you know, like another way of saying like, Hey, what's up? Like, good morning. Or, you know, how are you? You know what I'm saying? So it's just a way of letting you know, like, listen, grand rising, this is a new, this is a new way of um, elevation. You know what I'm saying? We, we all trying to get together and, you know, embrace one another in a positive way. I mean, it's different ways of looking at it. You know what I'm saying? Grand Rising is just a way of just saying we're going to elevate. You know, this is a time to build, time for new beginnings, expand our, you know, expand our, you know, horizons. You know what I mean? So, so I just try to, you know, I, I felt like that title there just pretty much says it all. Grand Rising, when you hear it's like, yo, like, okay, I kind of see where he's going with that. You know, I was, I was actually working on some other titles too before that. But then I said, you know, Grand Rising. Yeah, I don't think I had anybody use that. It might have had it in a song or something, but not like, a, you know, using it for an album. So I went with that. Dope, dope, man. Yeah, man, it's one of them titles that it pulls you in and it, it kind of, to me, it sets the tone for the type of content that you might expect on an album like that. And I feel like it really fit the bill, right? Like, it's like Grand Rising, like I'm bringing you in to uh an inspirational world that's how it comes across to me you know because when you grand rise you know you you rise and shine right you rise to the sun and uh you know the sun brings a lot of positive energy that's why you know when we we talk about vacationing most of the times we thinking about a place that's tropical you know what i mean (laughs) and that vitamin (laughs) d brings that happiness so um I just love how you, you know, how you chose the direction you chose to take it, man, with the inspirational lyrics. Um, on the song, The Truth, really dope track, by the way. It has like a very boom bap DJ premiere vibe to it. I know it has like scratches on it as well. Uh, but on the song, you have a line where you say, how we say we want peace, but like the drama, it don't compare. Why do you think we are so attracted to drama as opposed to information that's positive and progressive towards our future? I just think that for the most part, most people, I want to say everyone, but most people, we, you know, we gravitate towards negativity. Somehow it's more, it's easier for people to think negative and, and gravitate towards things that goes against, you know, our consciousness, you know what I mean? It's just something that just draws them in, you know, I mean, 
it's just the way how a lot of people think sometimes, you know what I mean? Where it's something that's positive or something that could be, you know, informational. It's like, yeah, it's good, but some it may, it may be boring to some people. Some people like the excitement and negativity, the drama, you know what I mean? So that's why when I said that line, you know, it's like, you know, you want the, you know, you want peace, but then it's like you like the drama. It don't make no sense. Like which one you want to go for, you know what I mean? So yeah, I just think that people have to learn to um, you know, just try to, you know, look at things in a better way, more positive light. You know what I'm saying? And not get caught up in all the nonsense, the drama and things that's, you know, goes against their consciousness. Well said, well said, man. To add on to that question, how does one become disciplined enough to shift that their focus from the drama to uplifting education and progress? Like what, what do they have to do to shift that focus? I think the person, the individual, they're going to, they have to like, look, you know, look inside themselves. They got to separate themselves from all the noise, you know, go somewhere and try to, you know, do some self-reflection, soul searching, try to, you know, um, you know, just try to, um, you know, just be a little bit more, like I said, more aware, just try to get in tune with themselves. You know, sometimes we get distracted with all the noise and nonsense and, Sometimes, you know, you may not even realize it, but something is telling you, like, you know what? Like, nah, like something don't, don't feel right. I need I need to go somewhere and just meditate. Let me start doing some reflection. I need I need to change something. I need to change my life around. You know what I mean? So, you know, I think um, you know, like I said, we just have to um, you know, the person will have to just, you know, basically do some meditation, do whatever they can to, um, like I said, get away from all that noise, you know what I mean, and, and, um, and self-reflect. Indeed, indeed. I'm glad that you brought up meditation because that leads me to my next question. Because on tracks like Heads Up High and other songs like King Ish and Chosen One, you speak on that healthy, you know, speak on healthy mindfulness activities like meditation and doing yoga and utilizing them to benefit your peace and happiness. What are some of the challenges that your practice of meditation and yoga have immediately helped you to overcome? Mm, that's a good question, man. Um, I want to say that I'm, I'm always been a laid back dude, but I think since I've been meditating and doing a lot of yoga personally, it just made me more, I guess it made me more aware, like even certain things of where, even if I might have feel anxious with something, depending on whatever's going on in my life, I became, you know, I'm a lot more calmer. It's made me a lot more calmer. I'm thinking clearer, you know what I mean? And, and I'm, you know, not getting as emotional when it comes to certain things. Like, you know, because sometimes, you know, a person or a thing could, you know, make you react, you know what I'm saying? Emotionally without thinking. But it just makes you able to um, think twice, you know what I'm saying? And just make, you know, as long as you, keeping calm and, you know, not quick to react on certain things and being able to look at things from a more logical perspective, you know what I mean? And um, at least, you know, it's, it's helped me a lot, you know, where. Well said, well said. So the, the album has a number of really dope, like, standout tracks. Um, I think my favorites are, like, 
definitely the truth above the rim, a beautiful soul, king ish, the gift beyond the service, the chosen one on the right path. I mean, like, and there's still other stuff that I'm like, I'm, I probably if I go back, I'm a bite. I might say, yeah, that's that's I like that one as well. Um, talk to me about the recording process for this album. Like, what like what mindset did you have to get in to um, come up with some of these subjects and you know the themes that you would choose to discuss on the album? Yeah, well. Around around 2016, 2017, that's when I started to make the transition from changing the way I eat and just um, started going to more, just, you know, changing my diet, you know, and um, trying to um, start, you know, I started to like, you know, look, look more inside myself, you know, to do a lot of self-reflection. So with all of that happening now, it definitely reflected in the music. You know what I'm saying? That's why if you hear the music, I talk a lot about meditation, you know, eating right, things of that nature. So that's that's pretty much what I was going through around that time frame. So it just reflected in the music. And, you know, I just wanted to do, I wanted to make an album where people could, you know, they could get more into my journey where I was going through in life. And at the same time, it could help someone out, you know, it could help someone too that might be going through the same thing too. You know what I'm saying? Or they could relate, you know? Indeed, that's a very um, mature and unselfish way to go about contributing your music, right? And I feel like in a world where a lot of what we see in terms of popular, you know, the hip-hop that's popular, it tends to be a lot of messages that are degrading and not as uplifting for us, right? Have you sat in, like, pondered you know what 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 the game has been putting out more so on the mainstream level or the commercial level and what your position would be in in um in observation of that like did that have an an impact on also on you know where you would go with the message in your music just your observation well I've I've always been a type of person like if I'm gonna do music, I'm gonna do something where it's I'm not gonna follow the trend. I'm not gonna go with the with the wave of what's going on. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna just talk about what I know. I'm not gonna talk about drugs. I don't do drugs. I'm not gonna talk about guns or you know things of that nature. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about what I know or what I experienced in life. You know, and try to you know do it in a way where. You know, at least it could be entertaining, or or at least you're gaining something from it. So I can only do what I do. You know what I'm saying? And just keep it and keep it real in that way. You know what I mean? And like I said, I'm not. You know, as far as with the mainstream rap and everything that's going on, I mean, that's not something that I'm. You know, that's that's something I don't I don't do. You know what I'm saying? As far as the subject matter that some of these artists talk about, you know what I mean? I'm only going to talk about what I know and what I experience. Right, right. I appreciate that. And I like that, just being true to yourself. I feel like when you are true to yourself, you can never go wrong. You know what I mean? Like, you could never worry about competition because there's only one you. And if you are true to yourself, then you're offering the unique you. You know, and, you know, I know that, you know, there are also mainstream rappers that are talking, like, real stuff and thought-provoking 
But I just wanted to kind of highlight like some of the stuff that we see that clearly, you know, has a negative, um, you know, not so, not so uplifting message to us. You know what I mean? So I wanted to ask you about the track Beautiful Soul. I feel it's like the one track on the album where you really focus on, you know, it's like that ladies track or that, you know, relationship track, right? Which is really dope. I like how it's like very, it kind of reminds me of uh, Dead Prez's Mind Sex, you know, if you're familiar mm-hmm. with that record and just the mm-hmm. high vibration of it. Um, there's a sister on the on the, um, on the the track called Key Turner. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing her name right. Um, she sounds really dope. Can you tell me how you connected with her and maybe let us know a little bit about her history as an MC? Yeah, um, actually, how I found out about her, matter of fact, to make a long story short, I was trying to, you know, reach out to some females who I felt that could get on the track. And that that in itself was kind of like, you know, I don't know, man, it's like, it was just like, a, you know, I don't know. It, it was just crazy, man, because I got one, I had got one person and somehow they was with it and, you know, things didn't work out. I guess they didn't, you know, they, they, I had to keep going back and forth with the person. Anyway, make a long story short, I ended up, um, I think I came across, I don't know, I think I went on the internet, matter of fact. Yeah, I was on the internet. I just put in like, you know, I grew up putting female MCs, independent female rappers or whatnot. And I came across her and someone else. I forget the other artist's name. But I went to, um, her name is Kate Turner, I believe. That's her name. That's how you say her name. So. I went on her page, I went and um, I think it was on Bandcamp or one of her or a website that was from her. And I went and I was checking out her music. And I and I noticed that she was also affiliated affiliated with someone that um that I heard of before. And his name is um Jay Nolan, who's on the album as well. So I was checking out her music and I was like, yo, she sounds dope. Shorty's nice. So um I ended up reaching out to her. I had um I was able to get a hold of her email. And just the same, just the same way how I reached out to um, G Rap, it's the same thing with her. I reached out to her. I told her about the song, and she was with it. She heard, she heard, you know, the my verse, and she liked what I did with it. So then she said, "All right, cool." So and she did her part, and then you know the song came together and it came out dope. Dope, dope. I asked because she sounds really dope, like. You know, I, I'm interested to hear more of her music. Now, tell me a little bit more about the other features on the album. Like, how did they come together? And, like, what's your relationship with some of the other artists? Yeah, um, as far as, like, like Jaden, like JS, um, he's someone that I, you know, we, we, went to, we went to high school together. So me and him do music. You know, we part of the Upstate movement. So he's like one of my best, you know, one of my best friends, one of my, you know, I consider him a brother, you know. And um, like, like I say, he's one of my in-house producers. He raps as well. He got albums out as well, too. So so me and him got a, you know, a great relationship. You know what I mean? So I could always go to him. He'll, he'll send me stuff. He'll send me some beats. So if he needs me for a verse, I got him. You know, we got each other, you know. Um, Mega X, that's my cousin. Um, he's also, you know, he also makes the beats as well. Um, he's also known as EA. And, you know, we part of the Renegade squad, you know what I'm saying? So that's fam right there, you know what I mean? So he got me, you know, anytime I need some beats, I, I, I reach out to him and, you know, 
he'll send me some stuff. Or if he needs me for a verse, so or if he needs my, you know, need me for a verse, we got each other. You know what I mean? And um, Act One is someone that's um, you know, I've known him for a good minute. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, he always reached. I guess since he heard him, since he heard of me and my cousins, you know, he always been a, like a supporter from day one. You know what I'm saying? And you know, he, he always wanted, he always wanted to get people to rap on his beats. You know what I mean? So, you know, so he, that that's someone that that I'm really cool with. And then as far as the other producers, um, like Beast Daily and um, DC Music, um, yeah, I reached out to them through the email. I, I heard their beats and, you know, I like what they did. So I just reached out to them and they're cool too. But, but, but JS and Mega, X, and Mega X, you know, um, those are, that's fam right there. Dope, dope. Thanks for, for sharing that. Um, at the end of the song, King-ish, you have a line where you say, well, not even a line, you're actually talking at the end of the song. Where, and in, in that, um, in you talking, you say, it's not that even, you say, you say it's not that even a fact that you don't speak. It's just that you don't waste time talking about things that don't have no substance or to talk just for the sake of having a discussion. But you could talk for long days and days connecting towards something that's important. I think that is a very wise approach to using your voice in taking the stance about being careful what you choose to talk or dialogue about. How has that benefited your happiness or peace of mind, taking that stance? Yeah, man, it's just, I'm a type of person, like, I like to have meaningful conversations, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes I like to just listen. Like, I'm not the type of person, like, I got to, you know, I got to take the take over the conversation. I like to listen, observe. You know, you get to know more about, you know, about people and the things that, you know, what, what, what you know, what triggers their brain, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I, I like to listen to people, you know what I'm saying, and um, observe. And, then, and at the same time, too, if we having like a you know like a great uh, conversation, we're talking about something that that's really important or has substance to it, then you know it's like the, the conversation is gonna flow natural because we both are into the same thing. You know what I mean? So if it's something I'm not interested in, I'm just gonna listen, or I may just not even really you know want to even talk about it. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'm just like I said, man. I just like to have meaningful conversations and not waste time with just small talk. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Indeed, indeed. I mean, I've heard it, you know, it's said before, you know, if you ain't got nothing good to say, don't say nothing at all, you know, and choose your words wisely. So, you know, um, I think even as an artist and what you're displaying on this album, you're choosing your words wisely as an MC as well. So props to you for that. Thank you, brother. Thank you. What has been the most rewarding response you've received so far from listeners of your music? So we could talk about this project or even music you've done before. What um, what's some feedback you've gotten from listeners that has made you feel really fulfilled? Um, I mean, it's all been positive. I mean... Yeah, it's, it's, it's just a great feeling, man. Just people letting me know, like, you know, how much the album means to them, you know. Um, I mean, they're all pretty much saying the same thing. 
And regardless, I'm just taking it in, man. I just feel I'm just humbled by it. You know what I mean? Because at least it's letting me know that I'm doing something right. And um, yeah, man, it's, it's a great experience. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying the response I'm getting from the from the um, from the listeners and people who are supporting it. You know what I mean? And this is telling me that this is something that that needs to be out there, like as far as the messages are concerned. You know, people want to hear that real shit. You know what I mean? So that just letting me know, like, yeah, okay, I'm on the right track here. You know, so. I'm grateful for the feedback. And um, like I said, it's all pretty much been the same kind of response. You know what I'm saying? How much, you know, the album means to them. And they're like, yo, the, the lyrics, the, the messages, it's like, you know, they, they're feeling it. So I feel great. I feel good, you know? Dope, dope. Track number 14 on the album is entitled The Chosen One. Tell me what mindset you were in which inspired you to create that track? And from what perspective do you see yourself as the chosen one? Yeah, the chosen one, I try to, I wanted to do a track where you could kind of visualize, like, like you could put yourself in my shoes as if like you was, you know, meditating or, you know, you wanted to do yoga and things like that. I just wanted to make a track like, a, like you could visualize yourself just meditating and saying, saying to yourself, like, you know, yeah, I'm the chosen one. You know, I'm 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 one with the universe. You know, what I'm saying this is me right here. It's like, you know, I'm just here, just trying to, you know, find peace, find happiness. You know what I mean? So I just wanted to do a track where, you know, a person, you know, could put themselves in my shoes and just say to themselves, like, yeah, you know, I could I could see myself doing this. You know, what I'm saying this is dope. You know. Cause I'm, you know, I'm sure there's some people out there that never even thought about that. So when they hear the track, they're like, you know what, I may try this. You know, I may try to just do some meditation to see if it help me, help out, you know, help me out with, you know, being constantly stressed or, you know, having a lot of, you know, anxiety or, or depression or whatever the case may be. You know. Dope, dope. On the track, on the right path, which is another one of my favorite tracks. I think it's like one of the closer tracks. It's like the second to last track, I believe. You yeah. say you find inspiration when you're dealing with nature. You're never upset. You never upset the balance. You're always optimistic. Talk to me about that line. What is it about nature that inspires you and what keeps you optimistic? Yeah, it's like when you're in nature, man, it just feels... You get the answers, you know what I'm saying? It's like because you, you, especially when you're around an area where it's just quiet, and you're hearing the natural sounds. You know, you're hearing the wind. You may hear the birds chirp. You know what I mean? It's like you may you want you're looking at you know around your surroundings, and you're taking it all in, and it's just it just it just makes you feel like this is where I'm supposed to be at. You know what I'm saying? I'm supposed to I'm supposed to feel this way. I'm supposed to feel calm. I'm supposed to be relaxed. You know what I mean? It's just a great feeling, man, just being in nature. And and sometimes, you know, you end up finding a lot of answers. A lot of answers come to you. Certain things that you've been thinking about in the past or you couldn't quite understand, somehow it just all makes sense. When you start, you know, going inside yourself and, and you know, just, like I said, being one with nature. And as far as trying to stay, you know, optimistic and positive, it's, it's just, you know, it's just something where, you know, you just... Um, how shall I put it? Um, I don't know. I guess you just you just try to 
you just try to find ways of just staying positive, man. Just, you know, just try to find ways of just, um, you know, whatever makes you happy. You know what I'm saying? Whatever makes you happy. And at the same time, not trying to focus on the negative and not being around negative energy. Because all of that plays a part too, you know? You know, you just want to stay positive and just, um, you know, do things that'll make you happy mm-hmm. instead of trying to make other people happy or try to please people, you know, you please yourself. Sometimes you got to focus on yourself. You know what I mean? Before you could, you know, you make yourself happy and then you could do whatever you can to help out others, you know? What would you say are some of the things that make you happy? Me? Just... On a daily basis? Me? Just basically if just enjoying the warm weather, just riding my bike, reading, sometimes being in my own solitude, sometimes being around, you know, good company. Just the simple things, man. It don't have to even be like, you know, like, as long as, you know what, it's just just enjoying life overall. Just enjoying life, being around good company, good energy. And um, like I said, for me personally, I, I like to read. I like to travel. You know what I'm saying? I just like to make sure that I'm good. My people's good. And um, I'm just, and, and I'm grateful for the little things. You know what I'm saying? I'm grateful for what I have. So once you have that mindset of, of, of being um, grateful and having a lot of gratitude, then, you know, you don't have to worry about all that other material stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because all of that just adds, adds stress and you want to compete or compare yourself with others. I mean, that's not the right way to live. You know what I'm saying? That's all it's going to all it's gonna do is just create more stress on top of stress. But when you just keep things simple, you know, and have a, like an abundant mindset, then, you know, <laughs> you know, you're able to gain a lot, you know, but you just have to have that positive, abundant mindset. Indeed, man. Gratitude is is definitely important, man. So I'm glad you said that. So on the album, you talk a number of times about choosing to consume a a healthy, more plant-based diet and, you know, taking positive steps towards good nutrition. For some, that lifestyle has a lot of benefits physically, but how has it benefited you mentally? Yeah, um, for the most part, I, I'm able to see things more clear. Um, as far as mentally goes, man, it's just, I don't know, it's like I don't feel like I have like that cloud around me, you know what I'm saying? I just feel like I can see things more clear. Um, for the most part, I feel much, you know, I feel much lighter. Um, I just feel good overall, you know what I'm saying, mentally, spiritually, physically. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel more lighter. Um, I just, like I said, I feel more aware of my surroundings and, and just more more on a high vibration. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, it's really, it's really been working out for me a lot and, and it's reflecting on the music as well. Dope, dope. Well said, man. Listen, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I just want to just really also express my gratitude for, again, your approach, your thought-provoking, positive, and uplifting contribution to hip-hop. I want you to know that it does not go unrecognized, at least on my platform, you know, in terms of how I see things. Um, Tell us what you have in store next, um, musically or artistically. 
do you think it'll take another seven or eight years before we get another project from you? <laughs> or like what what what's in store? Hopefully it won't take that long, man. <laughs> Hopefully soon, you know, within the next couple of years, I'll put out something else. Oh. But in the meantime, you know, I'm just working on some collabs for other people. Um, you know, I'm still going to write, you know what I'm saying? That's never stops. I'm still going to write, especially when, you know, I have that, um, you know, when that wave comes in and I have that, you know, creative um, energy, that spark that, that hits, you know, and, you know, I write, I still write, and, you know, continue to do that. But for the most part, like I said, I'm just working on some collabs and, um, you know, just focusing on just trying to keep promoting this album. You know what I mean? And hopefully soon then I can start hitting the booth and, you know, start thinking of some other concepts or what else I'm going to work on as far as my next album is concerned. Dope, dope. Years from now or when people look back at Amari's Mars catalog of music, what did, what did you want? or hope for people to have gained from your contribution as an artist? Um, I just hope people just able to, I hope they're just able to just know that, um, that the, you know, the things that I talk about is meaningful, is, um, has substance. They're able to gain something from it. You know what I mean? They could say to themselves, like, yo, you know, this dude right here, you know, he was able to drop some knowledge, some jewels, and um, and he also was authentic with it, too. You know what I'm saying? Um, just the wisdom, the knowledge, and, um, and you know, just hope, hopefully people just say, like, yo, dude is nice, the brother nice. That's all that's, you know, that I look at. I like that. I like that last part, just... Brother's nice, you know what I mean? Because as an MC, we we regardless, we all want to be remembered for being nice with the pen. So I could definitely dig it and respect that. So tell the people where they can find you online, like your social media sites, websites. Where can they connect with you? Yeah, um, I'm on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter, twitter.com slash Amari Ma. I'm also on Instagram, instagram.com slash Amari underscore Marvelous. I'm also on Facebook, facebook.com slash Amari7God. And my music, my album, you can find it. It's all, it's all, it's all, it's all on the um, digital streaming sites, on iTunes, Apple, Amazon, YouTube. You can also go on my Bandcamp page as well, amarimar.bandcamp.com. And you can find my other you know, my mixtape and uh, my other projects on there, singles, including Grand Rising. Indeed, indeed. So again, man, thank you so much, Amari. I appreciate you. I want to wish you nothing but much, much success with this project and the other stuff in your artist career. Um, thank you again for this, you know, hip-hop contribution. And uh, to all of our viewers and listeners, please remember to, um, you know, check for us on um, outtheboxmedia.com. You know, we have an audio podcast, right, that we've been really going strong with since last year and even a, a year before that as well. But, I mean, we've been really consistent last year putting out episodes every week, and we continued that this year. So remember to go check us out on Spotify, Anchor, you know, Google, wherever you listen, uh, you generally listen to audio podcasts, right, even our uh, Apple podcasts as well, Stitcher, Overcast. If you just go to our website, you'll find 
uh, the links to that as well. So make sure you go there because we have the high quality audio there. And of course, you can catch the interviews on YouTube on our Out the Box TV channel and you can get the visual there. So I just want to say to all of our listeners and viewers, thank you again. And until next time, I want to say peace, love and light. Stay focused, stay safe, stay healthy. Amari, hold tight. Don't go nowhere. I'm just signing out for all of our, you know, viewers and listeners. Thank y'all. And we out.